Hi, my friends, and welcome to Birthing into the Great Unknown. I'm your host, Stacey Berry, and this is where we are going to redefine pregnancy, birth, parenting, and ultimately ourselves. This podcast is dedicated to those that wish to leave behind overwhelming anxiety and choose to create action and agency in their lives. For what we birth after we give birth can be the most powerful part of our journey. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. This week, I'm going to talk about sort of a big lesson that I recently learned, and hopefully it'll resonate with whomever needs to hear this out there. So I want to pose many questions today. The first question I'm going to ask you is, what is your relationship with goodbyes? What is your relationship to the end of a journey, the end of an adventure, maybe the end of a relationship, or even a phase in your life, a season in your life? It was recently brought to my attention, one's magnificent relationship to the end. Goodbyes, breakups, seasons, birthdays, uh, leaving, something that is finished, completed, done, Elphine. I don't know about you, but I never really gave it much thought. When the time comes to say goodbye to really anything, what is your internal, subconscious, initial response? Do you gravitate towards love and abundance? Do you feel satisfied and full? Are you grateful for the time and the experience? Do you savor what was and look forward to what is to come, new beginnings? Or do you feel afraid and lonely? Do you feel like you're losing something and maybe you can't even put your finger on it, but you feel like a loss is happening? Does, um, does the ending feel like a lack, an emptiness? Do you start to feel dissatisfied and possibly even criticize, um, you know, what you just went through? Does the end stir up feelings of loneliness and fear? You know, how we relate, understand, and process the end of something is so important. And I find this concept completely fascinating because we're not really given the tools to process many of our experiences. Um, and so, so for me, as I become more intentional about my life and how I move through it, the concept of our relationship with endings is a big investment in our self-care. That's how I'm seeing things, right? This is a big opportunity to to really reframe our relationship with how things end. You know, because when something ends and things are ending all the time from a single day to um, your favorite TV show um, to larger seasons like your 20s, um, relationships, uh, death, uh, big or small endings are happening all around us. So, so I have lots of questions here, and um, many of the times when like my mind goes into question mode, I know that there's a lot of fascinating responses, answers. So just stick with me in all of this. Questions: Does an ending feel safe in your body? Do you feel excited and anticipate what's next? Do you feel full, blessed, and cherish what just happened? You know, or do we feel afraid because it's over? Does the overness feel tight, maybe even contracting and stiff, like we want to just hide? Do we feel we're heading into lack? 
Um, do we feel overwhelmed and unsure of what's next? Goodbyes are hard. And you know, I often talk, I often think to myself um, recently, why? Why are, why are goodbyes so hard? You know, goodbyes are happening all the time. And, and I really want to evaluate my relationship with endings because this will only serve my mental capacity better right? This will only serve me more if I reevaluate how I say goodbye, how it resonates in my body, how I live with goodbyes. So um, kind of the context of this is I'm a part, um, I'm part of an amazing group of women and we are actually directed by an incredible thought leader, Kate Northrup. Kate is an inspiring female uh, leader who inspires other amazing women essentially to do less. Uh, She has this amazing book out called Do Less. And her whole concept is to harness our intrinsic energies in ways that work, in ways that nurture and create abundance in our life, not lack or depletion. Right. And so I'm in a program with her and a whole group of extraordinary women. We've been working together going on almost a year now, and we've supported each other through 2020, which has been one of the most challenging years of our lives. And our program is basically coming to a close this fall. I am having many feel feelings, good and bad, about, you know, this group ending um, endings are hard and these women have brought much light into my life, especially during a rather dark and constricting time. And so frankly, I'm not ready to say goodbye. Um, I'm not ready to, to, for this to end, right? Uh, with her wisdom, Kate brought this concept, our relationship to the end up in one of our, um, in one of our calls right? How do endings resonate through our mind and body? What is our relationship with it? You know, what space do we go to when something ends? And in that moment, um, time kind of stopped for me. It was a huge light bulb moment for me. For as much as I live intentionally, this concept of our relationship with endings was completely new. And I've been playing with it ever since. And quite frankly, it has been life-changing in so many ways. Um, In the moment that Kate started talking about this, I knew as my life kind of took a pause, um, which I was forever grateful for that pause. Uh, As Kate was talking with, we were talking about something not within the context of lack and endings, and she just brought it up randomly. Well, nothing she does is random. She brought it up intentionally in the context of something else we were talking about. And so as she started talking about this concept, her words ran through my body, straight down to my feet, and I literally erupted in goose flesh, right? I had a completely visceral moment. Now, I very much trust my body. I trust the sensations. I trust how my body communicates with me. I know that if I lead with my body first, it will tell me exactly what I need. And so as my body communicates certain lessons to me, I am very much open and willing to listen. 
So there could have been a split moment and I recognize this about myself as I am and have been a very stubborn, um, arrogant, um, young self. So I very much know about my past and different spaces of my evolution, right? So there was a split second where if it wasn't 2020, if I wasn't in my 43-year-old body, if I wasn't who I am right now, um, in the past, in a different space, time, age, I may have just completely shut down, right? Hearing something that I needed to hear and listen and learn, being so triggered, I know that in the past, I would have just shut off and I probably would have started criticizing I know that quite frankly about myself because I have unlearned all those things. So I am no longer willing to ignore or shut down some of the biggest lessons I need to learn. I'm no longer willing to do that. So in the past, I know that I would have been too self-conscious to understand what my body was responding to. However, in my current evolution, I'm very aware of what triggers me is usually the lesson I need to lean into more. The lesson that I will repeat over and over and over and over and over again, unless I take some agency in my life, allow myself to feel what my body is telling me, hear it pull it in to hopefully learn and finally heal, right? So we have to qualify that oftentimes when you are triggered, that is the lesson you need to learn the most, right? Many of us may run away and that's okay because maybe it's not time to really unpack it. And then once we can really understand our body is telling us what we need to learn most, that's when we have those breakthroughs, right? So for me, traditionally, I am not a good, I am not good at saying goodbyes. I come from a childhood of deep loss and abandonment. So goodbyes to me feel very scary. Um, It's a sensation that has stayed with me my entire life, right? I get scared. I don't want to, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to supply what I need. I go to loss. I go to lonely. I go to feeling unfulfilled and empty, Um, you know, I worry that I'm going to be all alone essentially because, um, in my early childhood I was. And so this is the, the framework of how we walk into adulthood. Those early experiences of grief and loss of joy, of happiness. If we are all the lessons that we're taught at a young age, we pull into adulthood, right? And so this is basically the foundation for how I'm going to respond um, in the future. So this was a very subconscious thing to really understand. You know, life is so remarkable. The lessons are so deep. And, you know, I didn't even realize I was doing this. I didn't even realize that subconsciously I was going to lack, um, you know, and it is so ingrained that we often are not self-aware to even understand. So I am forever indebted to um, Kate Northrup and her wisdom because this really was Uh, uh, the veil being pulled, right? Um, I saw for the first time that I am doing this intentionally, that I can choose not to go to lack. So for me, um, I want to raise resilient adults, right? I don't believe that I'm raising children. I'm raising adults. And so for me, I have to do better because I want them to do better, 
right? I don't want them to be learning these lessons in their 40s. So for me, I want, you know, to give them a step ahead of emotional resiliency and um, uh, emotional intellect, right? So I need to show them. I need to show them how to walk into an ending. I need to show them how to build a good relationship with things that end, right? Um, I need to show them that endings are the start of so much and we must let the old fall away in order to embrace what's to come. I must nurture myself and my relationship with endings because my children will only follow in my footsteps. I must lead. Weeks after this revolution um, was inspired in me, this evolution of thought, um, oddly enough, we had to put one of our dogs down. Um, this dog was rather young, six years old, and um, he sustained a spinal injury. Within a few days, we actually had to put him down. So the universe works in such mysterious ways. And I found myself having to walk and teach my children at 10 and 8 how to say goodbye to our beloved family member. Um, with all within the context of learning this lesson myself, right? I feel so blessed that this was happening right when I needed to learn this lesson because I took my children's hands and we focused on abundance. We focused on the love and the joy we felt having little arrow in our lives for five years. Putting him down is one of the hardest things. Putting any dog down, any pet down, is the hardest things we do as um, pet owners, right? Um, and quite frankly, I know plenty of people that no longer want to own pets because when we put them down, it's traumatizing. It is one of the hardest things that we do, right? It is so challenging. As an uh, avid dog owner, I'll, I'll always have a pup. I've always had a dog. Um, you know, and there really isn't any time in my life where I won't have a dog. I pretty much know this about myself. Over spring, we had three dogs. We welcomed a new puppy into our, into our life in, I think it was late, um, late April. And so we actually had three dogs for the last, um, four months, you know, until Arrow left us last week. Um, so with all this said, I'm also raising dog owners. I know that this is their first experience. And so it was very important for me to help them process it. You know, and my wise 10-year-old daughter, she even said, you know, I need to see this. I need to experience it because I need to prepare for the future. She knows she will have dogs in the future. So, so this was a big opportunity for us, however hard and sad and challenging. Um, so I took my lesson and, uh, I immediately had to put it in practice, right? I encouraged my family to talk about the fun times, all the laughter. We even talked about all the frustration because Arrow was probably the most problematic dog I've ever had. He was very high strung, high anxiety, um, and he was pretty unruly too, even though he was adorable and sweet and cute and funny. So we explored our abundance in the process of this huge ending. You know, um, I think oftentimes, and my son does this, I, I watched him go through my natural tendencies as uh, many of the things he was saying, um, I'm losing him, you know, um, 
that, you know, he felt so lack, he felt the loneliness, he felt all of those things that are there for all of us, right? And so for me, I kept saying, yes, I know, honey, we all miss him and this is hard and remember all the joy, you know, remember that if we didn't welcome him into our life, we wouldn't have had so much fun. You know, um, Arrow is really my son's first dog and um, they slept together and um, they had a really beautiful relationship. So that's what we talked about, right? I really wanted to ensure that, yes, this is hard and sad and we're going to miss him. And we also are so lucky and privileged that we got to have him. It's still very much um, a processing for us, right? I'm, I'm still working through all of this. So as I get emotional... Where is my thought process going? You know, even just now. And I'm thinking about how lucky I was to be given the opportunity to help them, to help myself. How lucky we were given the opportunity to have this beautiful creature in our lives, right? Even as I cry, even as it brings up the sadness, there is so much beauty there. So this is a lesson I want to learn, right? And there are so many lessons and opportunities of growth, knowledge, and understanding here. Lots of things, you know, as we move through life together as a family, as we build resilience for ourselves and our family. And so I wanted to just send this out there. I wanted to, you know, be vulnerable for who anybody needs to hear this as mothers, parents, humans, as, um, you know, endings are a magical part of our evolution. They're a magical part of our process. Endings are all around us, right? They actually make life magnificent if we think about it. Endings usher in the new. They usher in the fresh. They usher in more, Change is constant and there will always be more. There's always going to be more. And so in order to accept the more, we have to say goodbye to a lot of things, you know, and and how we say goodbye, how goodbyes feel in our body. You know, that's how we see the world. We create our own reality with the language we use to color in that story. And so for me, I'm not going to go to lack anymore. I don't deserve that, first of all, and I'm not lacking anything. I live in abundance. And so my, my choice, my opportunity, my desire is to move into abundance, right? Um, so I now have a ritual for endings. I am now very cognizant of any ending that's happening, even a goodbye, right? Um, So my ritual really is to think about what I've been given. Think about where I've been. Focus on my gratitude towards towards it, right? Focus on my gratitude for the experience, for the time, for the place, the friendship, the relationship. Um, I'm focusing on thank goodness this happened to me. Even if it's a bad thing, even if it's like good riddance, right? What did that teach you? Some of our um, hardest, most frustrating challenges that we face that we may not even like are our biggest teachers and lessons. So I give myself patience to learn all of that, 
right? I give myself patience to understand that maybe I don't know why this happened, but I will someday, hopefully. I trust that everything in my life serves me, good or bad. There is no deficit. I am not at a deficit, right? Everything, every single event, every single thing in my life serves me in some shape or form. You know, um, even if the transition is hard, I'm going to walk forward. I'm going to look straight ahead into the unknown, right? Because that's where life is. Life is straight ahead. Life is straight ahead into the unknown, not behind us in the past, right? Um, So just a lot of thoughts, a lot of things, you know, on how we say goodbye, how it resonates in our body as a healer, as a secular Buddhist. I know my awareness brings and works towards my ultimate freedom. You know, frankly, I do not want a bad relationship with endings. I don't want to feel like I'm losing anything. I want to feel full. I want to feel satisfied. I want to feel content, right? Such shifts are my responsibility and my choice. I realize this. I'm choosing how to respond to the end. That's my power. That is my agency and that is my power, right? Um, I've spent a lifetime investing in physical, emotional, and mental well health. I practice it on a conscientious level every single day. Um, All of this is the work that I do in my childbirth classes, Um, you know, working in this field as becoming resilient parents because I want to raise resilient adults. You know, life is challenging and the challenge is really where the change comes in through. Uh, I love change. I want to embrace the new, right? So with that said, um, I hope that this has been satisfying for you because we have reached the end of this podcast. Um, Hopefully it was engaging and thought provoking and maybe, you know, maybe we can say goodbye and thank goodness and I'm grateful for being here, right? So sending this into the world, I offer you um, support in embracing the end of many, many, many things that stand before you, okay? No one's ever alone here. Um, You're never at a lack. You're always in abundance. Um, So with that said, sending resilience, agency, and love your way. Until next time. Thank you.